connecting to the real nerds is so easy. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, at Real Nerds. We also have Instagram. You can call us, 720-6Nerds5. You want to email us? You can do that, too, realnerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Oh, no, some scary clown squirted water all over my comics. Never fear, son. In Colorado, there is one place to go for all your comic needs. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh, boy. Thanks, Coins, Cards, Comics, man. Oh, no. There's a lady hanging off that building. Can you save her? I can't save her, but you can also save 20% by getting a hold slot at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh, no. She's falling. Did you know prices are also falling on back issues at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics? Thanks for saving me, Coins, Cards, Comics guy. Now I can buy my son the card games he wants and the sports memorabilia my husband wants. That's correct, ma'am. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics knocks it out of the park. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And tell them the real nerd sent you! This is Marguerite Bennett, a writer of DC's Bombshells for Real Nerds Podcast. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2017. <laughs> I've only been saying that for 250 episodes and beyond. I'm Ryan. With me is the nerds. Brad. And. James. And no one cares. Aw. <laughs> Zach. We're we wearing to... like twinsy hats, though. I know. It's nice. Except mine's, well, mine's Yours camouflage. Yours is camouflage. I know. I don't know why. It's the only Colorado Rockies hat I own, but, yeah. you know, still support the team. You got to. Yeah. Mine is their uh, alternate hat, the purple one. Mm-hmm. They don't wear it very often. In it's fact, a, it's this new purple year, now. Yeah, this year they changed their purple color. Is it purple? Yeah, they made it brighter, I think, is what they did. Because they, they found this thing that when you watch it on TV, it kind of looks blue. So they made it so it shows up better on TV and it's more purple. Oh. It, always, it always looks blue to me. I know. It doesn't matter to you. Because <laughs> you have a disability. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> People with disabilities. <laughs> Other people's pain is fun. <laughs> uh, speaking of Denver Comic Con, two things for Denver Comic Con. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion will be there. So we got oh, like a, we got like a whole like weed inverse showing up at Denver Comic Con. Yeah, he's cool. No Buffy yet. I know, and I heard like so. This is when I was talking to Alan Tudyk because I you know did his panel last year. In case anybody you know cares, you're such a butt. Um, he said you said he owes you a dollar. He does he? owe me a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> um. He's such a nice man. Like, I gave him the dollar, and he's like, don't worry, I'll pay you back. And I said, don't worry, you don't need to. Because <laughs> um, he gave me a hug and said I did a great job. That's all the payment I need, Aww. guys. But he told me that the reason he does that, he, like, signs toiletries for everybody who asks a question. Like, he'll take the shampoo out of his hotel room or a dollar that I gave him. Is that Nathan Fillion gives people watches with his autograph inscribed on the back? <laughs> what? Yeah, and he does it as like a like look how rich I am kind of thing. Oh my goodness! Uh, so it's like a joke within a joke. Yeah, like that's pretty funny. Uh, and he says he says, "Well, I was on Castle for nine years, so I can afford this stuff." Is what he says, and he does it at San Diego. I don't know if he'll do it. Yeah, I heard it, it was really funny. Um, 
it's cool when doing the panels because sometimes you meet, uh, you know, you're always worried meeting celebrities. You never know what they're going to be like. And I've never met, except for one, celebrity that <laughs> is really cool. Like, everybody is super nice. Yeah. Um, I gave We gave a real nerd shirt to Kevin Conroy, and he said, fuck yeah, in, like, Batman's voice. <laughs> so that was really cool. Um, yeah, so, you know, and, like, Alan Tudyk was such such a nice man. And, oh, yeah. Uh, he was, he's one of the few that was early. Him and Kevin Conroy, I think, were the only people at a panel that I was there, and they were early. Everybody else is late. Uh, I remember Phil Lamar was, like, got stuck doing fo- photographs because he had so many people doing them, and uh, the the programmer's like, go out there and entertain people until he shows up. I'm like, entertain people? <laughs> Fuck. I'm not a monkey. So I did my Chris Farley joke, which you can't see because everyone says I look like Chris Farley. So I said, here's my impression of him. I act like I'm dead. And uh, people started booing. And, 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 and it, takes, it takes people a while to get what I'm doing. But when I was doing it, Phil Lamar was coming up and he was like cheering me on. He's like, that was fucking great. <laughs> um, uh, and, he, and he said, thanks for covering for him. I'm like, Okay. But yeah, so it's kind of fun. And, uh, I mean, I'm sure Nathan Fillion probably has his own moderator. Um, a lot of them do. Uh, Claire yeah. Kramer, who's been coming every year since I did her panel, yeah. is kind of the moderator for Denver Comic Con. Right. And she does a great job, so um, I'm not jealous. Um, <laughs> but do you know what Claire Much? Kramer is? She smells great. She smells, great. Fantastic, she I'm sure, smells yeah. great. I bet Nathan Fillion smells good. Yeah, I don't know if it's James Marsters great. Uh, Nathan Fillion, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I I'll bet, do his panel and I'll find out. I, I bet like Nathan Fillion's got a little like a little dirt to it, right? Like he he smells good, but he smells but, like he smells maybe, a like some dirty. oil because you know yeah. for like serenity. Yeah, yeah. You know what I you mean? Know, he's just like you know he's 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 just you know got his hands a little dirtier. Yeah, that's you know that's awesome. The yeah. stars they smell just like us. <laughs> no, they don't. They no, smell they, amazing. Or they smell better. I smell they, terrible. Yeah, no. Like you should smell me sometimes. Smell no, me now. Hey, no, hey. no, I, I'm good, James. Hey. <laughs> Nobody, nobody smells as good as James Marsters. Let's get that straight right now. <laughs> uh, so here's the other thing. So once again, Denver Comic Con is having a special beer uh, for the con. Oh, cool. Did they and name they it settled on, so there's four names you can vote on. Cool. You can vote on Princess Pilsner, which is uh, in memory of Carrie Fisher. Aw. Uh, Sonic Brew Driver, <laughs> which is something from Doctor Who. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a, uh should it be tonic brew driver? Oh, what? <laughs> well, no, because because they otherwise you wouldn't hardly know what it was. It rhymes. Yeah. Uh, there's a demo porgon after Stranger Things, oh. which is okay. And this is actually it's my favorite is I Am Brute after I Am Groot. <laughs> sure. So uh, those are the four finalists. Uh, you can log on to uh, – you have until Wednesday, and the, win- the winner will be announced Thursday. Cool. So – you have a few days to put it out, so that'll be Wednesday, the twenty, the twenty ninth. I I think I am for either the Princess Leia one or the Groot one, mostly because the glasses will be really cool. Yeah, I just like I I am Brute. I think yeah, that's, I think that's the most clever one. I don't I don't think uh, naming like uh, a beer after Carrie Fisher is the best way to honor her, since she had like alcohol alcoholism trouble. Like <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but but the glass is gonna be so cool, man. True. So yeah, um, vote for your whoever. If you like Stranger Things, then you know vote for the Stranger Things. Don't one. vote for that one; it's not as good. Yeah, I think I am Brute is a, a Brute. Yeah, is the best that's, one. that's my choice. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't want to influence anybody's vote, but vote for I am Brute. 
I you can log on to denvercomiccon.com to purchase tickets today. There's a very few amount of the three-day tickets left. They are all out of the speed passes. Uh, so uh, if you want to meet celebrities like Weird Al Yankovic, they will be having, I think, in the <sighs> next couple weeks, photo op uh, stuff for it. Yeah. Which um, I think I'm, I should do. Um, yeah. yeah. So log on to DenverComicCon, get all that information. Um, you can still get tickets for individual days as of right now. Um, if I remember correctly... The individual day tickets for Friday and Saturday sold out, and then Sunday didn't sell out till like the day of. So they all sell out, but you don't want to wait because as bigger actors keep coming and everyone gets more excited, it sells out. Yep. And remember, that's June twenty eighth through oh, 29th through July first. Or is I got thirtieth through the second? It's, I think it's thirtieth through the second. Thirtieth yeah. through the second. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. It's a four day it, again. Uh, I think thirtieth. Oh, yeah. No, it's three days. So yeah. it'd be thirtieth, first, and second. Yeah. Preview night Thursday, I'm sure. Probably, yeah. We call that the day we set up our booth. Right. <laughs> it's work day. <laughs> it's work day. But preview yeah. night is a little bit more clever and catchy. That's right. Cool. So every night, every week on Real Nerds Podcast, we go and see a new movie and we podcast our experience of the world. This week we saw Go Go Power Rangers. <sighs> Stay tuned till the end of the show where we'll tell you if you should see the film and then we'll also spoil it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we also talk about movie news. Movies that are coming out and movies we've been watching throughout the week. We like movies. Yes, we do. We like movies. How about you? Yeah! Cheer! <laughs> movie cheer! Oh, that was good. That was good. Rah, rah, rah. If, are, you, are you serious? Don't you do it. No. <laughs> I totally thought he'd be in the dog in the head with that he thing. He was going to. His intention was to hit the dog in <laughs> the like, head. He's like, I'm number one in this household. Kids gone rogue. <laughs> Henry's in New York. He is. And he sees some really shitty movies <laughs> in a segment we call, he calls Art House Asshole. I love Art House movies. You can call me Mr. Asshole. What's up, nerds? It's Henry giving you an update on Art House Asshole. Uh, this week we watched Xavier Dolan's Heartbeats, which was uh, his second film. Uh, it's, uh, it's okay. It definitely has a sophomore slump to it, uh, but you can still tell that there's a lot of talent behind it. I think Xavier Dolan is definitely is. He's one of the best upcoming, or I can, I could say he just he's just arrived at this point. Uh, young filmmakers, I think he's just a very very talented young filmmaker that I think is on the cusp of just being one of the biggest filmmakers of our day. And uh, he's just he's just, he's just, he's literally just one film away from just breaking into that. I feel like, and so but yeah, that's his new film, uh, or not his new film, his second film. That I reviewed this week. I thought it was okay. Uh, it wasn't great. Uh, a little disappointed by it. But yeah. That's this week. Um, I don't know what you're watching this week. Uh, I hope it's good. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, if you want to see my full thoughts on Heartbeats, go to RealNerdsPodcast.com. And I will see you next week. I didn't listen to this one. What movie did you say? Uh, Heartbeats? Heartbeats, okay. Sounds lame. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he had fun. Yeah. Oh, I've been man. busy. I haven't been able to check out his call either. But... um. Yeah. You heard it, so you know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> you know whether or not to see Heartbeats. Does that oh. sound like something you want to watch, Zach? It looks it looks fascinating, but, you know, I, there's... I mean, if if Brad doesn't want to see it, I have to go to the next pretentious person on this podcast. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah it, obviously, you go down the line, yeah. you know. Um, it, it, looks, it, looks, it looks fine enough. I mean, there's so many other films that Henry watches that, I, that are some that I have no interest in. It like, is cool that he's out there, because I've never heard of some of the films he's talking about. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and every now and then he sees one that, that he really enjoys, and then will, like... You know, send me a text and be like, oh, James, you have to see X. It is made for you. And I'm like, cool. And then I don't watch it because I don't <laughs> listen to him. 
Uh, no, it, it goes on the list, and eventually I will. But um, it's just cool. He gets to ex- you know expose us to some stuff that I think none of us would would be exposed. He's to making otherwise. some cool stuff for himself too. Like I've been yeah. seeing his uh, Instagram photos from film school. Yeah, he's doing well. That yeah. son of a bitch is gonna get famous. Fucker. Yeah, for him. Yeah, man. Way Maybe to, as a voiceover person. Way to achieve. Oh, dude, he, he totally big can. deep voice, and he's a little white guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be the new Keith David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, very cool. Sweet. What are hey, we doing first? Brad, is there something happening around town? Uh, actually, there is. Um. I can't actually pull up the my or the Esquire schedule, but I'm pretty sure it's Austin Powers' 20th anniversary. Yeah, this oh, yeah. yeah baby. Be a nice screening. Ugh. I kind when, of, when was the exact moment like that got old? I know. I kind <laughs> of thought like, oh, that sounds fun. And then I heard, yeah, baby, and went, oh, fuck me. Yeah. I don't no, want to watch Remember, that. in the theaters, it wasn't that popular. It was really on no. the DVD. I remember it blew up. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spy Who Shagged Me premiere was like huge. Yeah. yeah. I still, I think the movies are pretty funny. I still enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gold member, not so much for Which me. Which is all the people who did the, some good moments, the Yeah, baby. Yeah. All the time yeah. to quote yeah. the movie. It was the cool. <laughs> right. Are these yeah. freaking sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their freaking heads? That's the great part. Yeah. The great parts are all the, like, terrible, you know, the, the funny little nods to the James Bond stuff. It's, the, it's actually Austin Powers that I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still think one of the greatest line deliveries in that whole series is Seth Green when he meets Dr. Evil for the first time. Yes. And he says. <laughs> So, you, I haven't seen you in my whole life, and you come back here expecting a relationship? Pfft, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Just his, uh, his, like, exhale and I hate you is, like, one of the best line readings in that whole series. Yeah. It's, a, it's a dated joke, but I love the moment before that where he's like, I'm hip. I'm with it. What happened to Seth Green? Is he dead? No, uh, no. He's like a big producer. Yeah, he's a big producer. <laughs> oh, good. Remember, he does Robot Chicken and... Yeah, I just haven't seen stuff. Robot Chicken in a while, so I, I hope, I I hope he's doing well. I don't think he does acting very much anymore. He yeah. does voiceover, voiceover and he's yeah. producing stuff. Yeah. He's trying to reboot without a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Dak Shepard. <laughs> no, Dak Shepard is... He's a director of the yeah. Chips movie yeah. and yeah. writer, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. And producer. Yeah. And star. <laughs> he's pulling what Affleck could not do. <laughs> um, and the other thing wow. you can do this week is what? that's true <laughs> and the other thing you can do this week is uh, if, if you haven't heard this by Monday uh, open screen night is Tuesday and cool. it's $5 at the Bug Theater 7pm go to openscreennight.com check it out it's a uh, local fun cool very cool hey hey there is some movie news this week there is in a segment called movie news it's real news. So, did you guys see the trailer for Justice League? Yeah. Nope. No? Yeah, it's Haven't really yet. it's it's really good. Is it? I don't know. Here it is right now. <laughs> yeah. We have to be ready. You, me, the others. There's an attack coming from far away. Not coming, Bruce. It's already here. The others, where are they? 
Arthur Curry, the Aquaman. It's on him. Organic and biomechatronic body parts. He's a cyborg. You should probably move. Barry Allen. Whoever you're looking for, it's not me. You're the Batman. He said the age of heroes will never come again. It has to. What are your superpowers again? I'm rich. Just like a bat. I dig it. Maybe temporary. Yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> it's it's, well, it's it, funny. It looks awesome, but yeah, it it's looks... devoid of any story. Like it's just like someone's coming and we have to stop it. And that's the thing they've been selling us since before Batman v Superman. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I think all it, your action shots look cool. Right. I think it looks really cool. It's funny. When, when we went to go see Power Rangers, uh, Ryan and I talked about it a little beforehand. I was like, because he hadn't seen it yet at the time. I was like, yeah, I mean, it looks cool, but, you know, so have all their other trailers. So yeah. it's all about whether the movie There is more good. humor in this one, though. Yes, there is. There is. I, but, I, I don't know coming from Bruce Wayne if I'm totally down with it yet. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, hey, Tony Stark's pretty funny. We need a billionaire to be funny in our movies. Yeah. But I mean, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> yeah. What I superpowers mean, do you have? <laughs> I mean, that's a good line. I just don't know if I buy it from Batman yet. Yeah. We'll so see. you're part of a team now? But the- <laughs> oh, look at you with the bat costume. I get it. Like, maybe not for long. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to one of the friend afterwards, though, because right after we talked about it in the theater, they showed the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer, which also has absolutely zero plot. You never see the villain. It's true. Um, and that trailer is fucking gold by comparison like because all it's all that trailer has to do is tell you remember that thing you really liked we made another one and this trailer is actually trying to convince you like hey remember all this talk about stuff that's kind of been okay this one you should see and uh, i and i'm okay if they're holding back the story a little bit because again this one does come out until november so and one of the big problems for me with the uh, batman vs superman one was that it gave you the entire plot like you had every moment, like you knew when Wonder Woman was going to show up. So at least here, I'm like, okay, there's going to be some scenes where they talk, and then there's they're going to fight a couple of those flying demon mantis thingies. Um, I mean, the thing with Snyder is his movies always look great. Oh and, yeah, I mean the movie looks pretty epic. Yes, I just some cool shots in that yeah, trailer. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I'll still give it a chance because I. Uh, oh, well, does, he's bringing the noise. Does does 
does does Batman have like a like a giant uh uh, uh, uh Zord thing? Yeah, he's, he's he's a master that, builder, that dude. That climbs up like a fucking <laughs> inside of a sewer thingy because that looks awesome. Yeah. If he's if it's got hands and it cli- and it's like it's like a a giant Iron Man outfit, uh, that thing looks dope as hell. And you know the uh, only thing I I'm, I'm still not sold on Cyborg being on the team. Oh no, he, uh, he, he's there. I know he's there because the kids really like him because he's from Teen uh, the Teen Titans. Titans yeah. mm-hmm. But like I, I don't know. I, I'd much rather see Green Lantern or. It's kind of the corniest part of the trailer because you know because uh, Wonder Woman just says like oh, he's Cyborg, you're a Cyborg, and you're like oh his name is Cyborg. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, hopefully the character is good. Yeah. He's created by the mother. They set up this whole thing with these mother boxes. So like he. It's part of whatever the story arc they're trying to make is. So yeah. he's not just uh, completely out of left field. True. Oh yeah, no, I, I mean I get oh, it. Oh yeah, just, no, but it's hopefully they'll work it. In he's really not. Well. I guess he's not like a, he's not like a top tier yeah, DC like, yeah, character. He's not like a heritage hero, I guess. Yeah, where I'd expect you know Green Lantern or yeah, I don't even know Hawkman maybe. Yeah, oh fucking Hawkman. Yeah, have you made <laughs> Hawkman cool? Yeah, but they probably figured. Like Hawkman is kind of Thorish, so they don't want yeah. like. And, I mean, yeah. like they've already I, I, got Aquaman looking like Thor. I'm almost 100 yeah. percent sure they put him in for the, for the kids. Yeah. yeah, not that it's saying it's gonna kid movie, but <laughs> the kids will say, "Oh, that's the dude from Go Teen Titans." And it, it diversifies. And diversity. <laughs> yeah. Well, not I don't not just for color, but also because he's a he's a robot mechanical science superhero. You know, whereas if you added another like weird mythic character, you know, um, it, it gives the team a little bit more balance, but. It's at least the trailer doesn't make me as angry as the newest Wonder Woman trailer does, where they've decided to make Wonder Woman stupid, uh, which I just can't abide. Like it makes me so angry every time I see it now. I know that's the, the that's my biggest problem with the Wonder Woman trailer because I think some of like the shots look really sweet. Yeah. Um, how about that? How about that? That time that in every trailer she's in, whether it's Justice League or Wonder Woman, when she slides and she kicks. I like that. That's yeah. why they keep doing it because it's cool. She it's slides like and she kicks. The first Wonder Woman footage, they put in some stupid joke, like feminism joke that's not funny. No, it, it well, but it's not even about that joke not being funny. It's that she's so stupid that she doesn't understand that her holding a shield and sword can't walk through a door. Why doesn't Wonder Woman understand how doors work? And why is that okay? And I, that's, you know, that's a product of DC thing and they need to add levity to their movies. You don't need to add levity if you make the movie good. I mean, there's, there's add, no humor in The Dark Knight. Or add levity that actually is intelligent and doesn't make fun or degrade your characters. Like, that's the thing. A, I think the trailer is not very well made because it also sucks a lot of the... The first third of the trailer is awesome. Like, I'm in... They're setting her up to be, like, somebody who really has to, like, overcome adversity. And, like, she's she's weaker than the others. And, like, she's got to train harder. And, like, they're really beating her down. And then you just give her magical, like, gauntlets and stuff. And she just wins. And you're going, you you suck the, the, the drama out of the trailer. And then you make her stupid at the end. I, I don't know why I care. It is interesting, care. though, too, because there's been conflicting conflicting things on the Internet about Wonder Woman. Where some people have seen her, like, it's pretty good. And then there's and people saying it like it's garbage. Yeah. So, well, I think people are saying different cuts, right? Like, yeah, I think so too. We can't reveal the source, but we know somebody who saw an early cut of it and said it was pretty messy. Yeah. But that that version was a couple months ago, and they've hopefully done a lot uh, to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I, I hope that they that they figure it out and that they make it work. It's just that trailer specifically makes me angry. And so when I saw the Justice League trailer, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, she looks badass. Batman looks cool. 
He's got a big robot thing. Yeah, hopefully he can pull it off. I, I mean, I want it yeah. to work because I... Aquaman's never really in the water, so somehow he gets to be cool. I don't know. <laughs> to an, you know, because this is the selfish part of me. The reason I want Justice League to work really well, too, is because I do want to see Batman with Ben Affleck in it. I want to see him be yeah. his own Batman movie. Yeah. So I think if it does well, give him confidence to that they're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I read a story, too, that... Uh, the dude who plays Deadshot, Joe Maglione Minolio. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I don't know if I'm still in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have no, no idea what's going on. Because uh, didn't they rewrite it from scratch? Yeah. yeah. So uh, Matt Reeves came on and he's like, mm, we're going to rewrite this. Good. And I'm, Affleck's on board with it too because he said on many times, like, I'm not doing anything that's not good. Yeah. So if he knows it doesn't work, then he brings someone else in and it's a different set of eyes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good sign. Yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, Chuck Barris died, uh, who was the host of the Gong Show. But more importantly, may or may not have been an assassin for the U.S. government. Um, uh, wait a you, minute. Where can I learn about that? Yeah, go go watch uh, George Clooney's directorial debut. Confessions uh, of a Dangerous Mind. Yeah, and uh, and learn about how awesome Chuck Barris may or may not have been. Or he may have been a crazy pants liar. Yeah, a crazy pants liar is my guess. <laughs> you think? You're, you're not a believer? I don't know. It's It's... I want to believe. I want I'm to like believe Mo- I'm like uh, I'm, I'm like Mulder. I want <laughs> to believe. <laughs> yeah. Very very cool. Uh, we also got all kinds of Spider-Man Homecoming like posters and such. I'm such yeah. a nerd. I'm like, uh, he's hanging on the Avenger A. Yeah. Oh, look at him hanging on the Brooklyn Bridge line. <laughs> and they're like absolutely nothing to do with anything. Oh no. Well, there's there's like uh, there's some screenshots where you get to see his like homemade suit. Yeah. You know, which of course looks corny and stupid. Um, the one where he's like laying in front of Avengers Tower, I swear there's like a shadow of something like in between the buildings, like some kind of Zord-sized thing. So I'm like, so, what would that possibly be? Do you do you think do you think that he's like that he's gonna fight the Power Rangers? A Spider Zord? <laughs> oh, dude, if it was a Spider Slayer, that would be dope. They they should totally do Spider Slayers. Not if like maybe. Uh, the vulture construction even bigger, like vulture suit or something. Maybe that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I don't see it, but um, but mm. skipping that. Uh, they're not going to change uh, the last Jedi, Star Wars episode eight, the last Jedi much, uh, or really at all, uh, in light of uh, Carrie Fisher's death. I mean, she died well after you know principal photography was open over, but yeah, um, just good to know that you know they're they're not going to really muck with it or like take away any of her performance just because of that. So that's cool. I am curious to see what they're going to do with episode nine, though, because uh, yeah, Trevor. they have to be creative to say why she's not around. Uh, no, they don't. They just have to CG in a old version of Princess Leia and have her do all her scenes. Oh, they said they're not going to do that. I really mm-hmm. hope they don't. Yeah, <laughs> please yeah. don't. <laughs> I mean, my hope, as I've said since they started this whole thing, is that by the time you get to the third movie, there's not really that many original characters around anyway. Uh, not just because they keep dying off, uh, but because, you know, I want them to start something new and, and branch off. So hopefully those characters are a launching pad, and then from there you just get a cool adventure. So uh, We got a trailer for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Uh, has anybody else watched this trailer yet? Holy shit. Uh, so it's the new Martin McDonough movie, which is the guy who made Seven Psychopaths and In Bruges. Um, and it stars Francis McDermott. And it's amazing. If you're listening, you should go watch it because it's really good. What's the name of the trailer? It's called Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. It's about a woman who, uh, Francis McDermott plays a, an abrasive, if you will, uh, woman whose like daughter is killed and the, and the cops aren't ha- like, haven't solved it yet. And so she's, she, she buys three billboards on this road, 
um, and puts up like signs about the like basically making fun of the cops. Uh, and then she's basically harassing people through the whole movie because if she keeps it, if she keeps herself in the newspaper, then as long as she's in the news, people will keep investigating it to try and find this guy, this murderer. Um, but it's the the my my summary doesn't do justice to I think how fun this trailer looks. Uh, and honestly, he's he's one of my favorite writers who you know only does a movie every like four years uh so i'm pretty excited uh and francis mcdermott looks amazing so uh go check that out we also got a trailer for mystery science theater 3000 yes we did the new season coming out on netflix here shortly uh when is that coming out actually zach do you know uh april 14th oh man that's cool i've been watching i mean this is a little bit early <laughs> i was watching i accused my parents last night <laughs> that one's funny <laughs> all, the, all the, yeah the, i've been going through all the ones that are on netflix and like uh falling asleep watching it's so, all like i'll wake up in the middle of the night and hear uh you know crow, riffing and crow make r- yeah riffing on stuff in the background <laughs> it's pretty good um there's talk about a spider-man spin-off with black hat and silver sable mm-hmm. ryan yeah would you see yeah. it Silver Sable's an, a mercenary assassin, and Black Cat's a thief. I mean, it makes it writes itself, really. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds great. Uh, Black Cat in the Spider-Man movie as a villain. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 Fox desperately wants to figure out how they can make a universe out of Spider-Man, and they don't realize uh, that Sony Spider or Sony, yeah, so Sony kind of or uh, Spider-Man kind of doesn't have like he has one. Mm-hmm. The thing to do would be like go do. Spider Woman or something, right? Like, I agree. Go get a spin-off Spider character, but that one probably won't sell as well. I agree. Um, so, I understand their predicament. I disagree yeah, with well, their motivations. Because the, the problem is, is where I actually think, um, so DC villains, Joker, are and people like that are work really well. Marvel villains are usually opposite of marvel heroes yes where the marvel heroes are more important than the villains yeah so it it's it's harder for i think you to make a movie out of them because everything that villains do in the marvel universe is usually predicated on something that happened to them with the hero do you and they're tied to the hero so closely do you think that they're basically trying to like a suicide squad some it sounds like it yeah especially oh dude if you get if you get venom in there Mm -hmm. You make a Venom movie, you make a Silver Sable Black Cat movie, you put them all together, and then you got another movie. I mean, the only thing... Next thing you can know, you got movies. I don't know how you make a Venom movie without Spider-Man, because this whole per- Venom's sole motivation is be- revenge on Spider-Man. Yeah, it's a he's a foil for Spider-Man. Like yeah. he, so he's anyway. the exact opposite of Spider-Man. Right. I, I guess you can make Carnage in it. I, that's the only thing I guess I can do with it. And I, I and I've I've said this to Andrew, our comic store guy, I go to Colorado Coins and Comics in Arvada, Colorado. Um, that I actually think Carnage is a more interesting villain because he has no moral barometer. And uh, I just I just don't know how you sell that to in like a modern American you audience. You can't. Right? Like, oh, who is who's Carnage, this green and red crazy guy? Oh, he's uh, red annoying. And black. Red, uh, yeah, sorry, green. So, and so green. So no, Carnage is a serial killer. Yeah. So he he gets when he gets imbued with powers. He doesn't care. Yeah. And I don't think he has really any great stories, but I think the idea of a psychotic having superpowers is pretty interesting. And you could... I don't know. I, I've never been a fan of Venom or that whole thing, so I always... So selling me on Venom's always going to be a challenge. Yeah. I like classic Spider-Man villains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dog is stronger than your kid. 
yeah, yeah, no, agreed. So, anyway, uh, we'll that's see. pretty much news, unless I missed anything. Uh, you can uh, buy a Super Pass for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 that comes in the shape of a cassette tape what? that says Awesome Volume, uh, Mix Volume 2. What? Uh, for the IMAX, right? that, That's Regal, right? Yeah, and you can see it as many times as you want during its theatrical run. What? And it's 100 bucks. What? Yeah. And the Alamo has the does, pint glass. Does the yeah. tape work? Uh, no, I think it's just like a, like, it's basically like a credit card. Oh. But, I mean, if you want to see it 15, 16 times, you know? Yeah. It's, it, as long as you see it 11 or more times, it's worth it. Yeah. It's like, but how do I, I get pre-approved for my Guardians But I think it's a cool idea. Card. I mean... Oh, for sure. If a movie like that, and the, the studio's going to like because you're going to get 100 bucks to see the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could see making it 50 and make it, you know, or, yeah, just make it 50, and that way, you know, basically it's your... your you're making it worth five visits mm-hmm. to the theater, you know? That would make sense. So, yeah, it's like called the ultimate ticket. And they have a thing, too, where you can, um, on Fandango, they're doing watching both movies back-to-back. And you get uh, a poster and, uh, uh, I forget, something else. Huh. A $5 uh, combo. Probably. No, I think it's, oh, it's, it's a collector set of pens. Oh, cool. Uh, and so, yeah, so you see both Guardians of the Galaxy and you get a poster and some pins. Cool. Very cool. Got to get some for my pen game. Yeah. Yep. I think that's it. That movie's going to be good. Yep. Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Kurt, I've, already, I've already heard. Kurt, Insider buzz is it's really great. Kurt Russell's mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. He may or may not play a living planet. Well, he does because James Gunn said it's the most expensive special effect they've ever done. Yeah, and we may or may not have already seen it. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, anyway. Cool. Hey. Hey. hey guys! <laughs> What's coming out on Blu-ray? DVD releases and Blu-rays. I have two things coming out this week. <laughs> Thank you, text Amazon alerts <laughs> that I forget when I pre-order stuff. I've never heard that voice out of you before. <laughs> Which one? Hey, hey guys! <laughs> oh, it's uh, well, there's this Mickey Mouse cartoon where Donald gets split into his like love side and his. Like, angry side, and his angry side is, like, Hulk. So he just goes around smashing things, and his other one is, like, this dopey lovesick guy, and he's like, Hey, guys! I love you! (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is coming out on 4K and Blu-ray, and you can get a version. It's got, like, a little platypus thingy with it. Yeah, Yeah, that's an Amazon exclusive. Yeah. The the Niffler. It's like a platypus thing. Uh, That movie's not very good. Uh, Harry Potter is also getting 4K releases this week, He's, so you can get 4K. No matter what comes out on Harry Potter, James refuses to like it. Uh, no, that movie's pretty much garbage. No, it's not. Yeah, it kind of is. It is not. It's really boring. It is not. Yeah. I mean, it was better than Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, the rest of the Harry Potter series, though, is getting a 4K release this week, so you can go uh, pick up the whole series I, i'm pretty sure I, I it looks like there was a gambon's lot of beard in full hd quality yeah That's you right. could. man he's got uh, a nice beard and why him the movie where james franco and brian cranston are on the cover brad did you see that one i did is, is that it good? good it's fun i can't remember i remember you saying it but i can't remember what you said about it it's a good rental i don't know if i'd own it I, I always like <clears throat> franco being a douche he's yeah. a big <laughs> but he's like a love <laughs> he's a big douche he's a lovable douche in the movie like uh, yeah uh, oh, the only thing I remember even seeing about it was there was a 
I remember seeing an interview with him as part of the press tour, but it was actually him and um, and Cranston talking about making the Disaster Artist because Cranston's in like half, oh God, half the cast right. of why him is in Disaster Artist. Yep. Um, so anyway. Oh, that new photo sent a chill up my spine when I saw it for that. I yeah, can't wait for that movie. Yeah, I really want to see that. Uh, Planet Earth, I, I. Two. Okay. Uh, it's coming out on 4K this week. Uh, that actually looked, I, I like that. That's cool looking. Man. Uh, so you can go like look at pretty pictures of the planet. Or you could go outside. Before it's gone. <laughs> oh, before it's gone. <laughs> oh, gosh, this is getting depressing. Uh, speaking of depressing... Uh, Fast and Furious six and seven are both getting 4K releases, and then there's a a whole like like another Blu-ray box set of the entire series one through seven. Had, like eight of them. Oh yeah, called but, the Ultimate Ride. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're all. Th- this one is just the boxes or the 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 discs uh, in a in like a book edition. That's kind of cool. So it's not like shaped like a wheel or anything. Um, but this is maybe the one that I would want actually out of all of them because the wheel just would look shitty on a shelf, which is why I never got it. Um, I never got it because it includes two movies I'll never see again. Uh, two and four? Three and four. Really? You would watch two before you would watch yeah. three? Huh. Three is pretty terrible, but they drift a lot. They do. But I'm not really down <laughs> watching a bunch of Asians race. Whoa, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, view, the views of Ryan Frost do not reflect that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But I, I guess what what's the one uh, six takes place like right after Tokyo Drift because Jason Statham uh, shows up at the end of uh, six. So the beginning sabotaging Tokyo Drift. I don't yeah, remember. the beginning of six is the is before three, mm-hmm. and then the end of six is after three. Okay, right? Because at the end he leaves and he goes to Japan and he gets hit by Jason Statham and Jason Statham's like. I'm here. And Why then are you they... looking at me? I've never seen a single one of these movies. Wait, you've never seen a single one of them? <laughs> Have you not seen them throughout the course of our podcast? I always miss those weeks. <laughs> really? Intentionally? Yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> of them. Well, you need to see five because it's genuinely great. All right. <laughs> you've sold brad think, yeah and one is a pretty decent remake of point break you know i've listened to all the had this get made right. podcasts of it i feel like i have watched them so <laughs> uh they're, they're you know they're about family yeah and the street family I got, I got everything i need to know they're about the street um yep. they gotta fit uh vin diesel with some new lifts in his shoes so he can stand up to the rock no they just <laughs> film everything on a on a ramp yeah they're just constantly standing on a ramp. He stands on a lot of bumpers in that movie. Um, a Monster Calls, which is the that movie that kind of looked like I Kill Giants that I, I actually did want to see but never got a chance to. Uh, it's a Sigourney Weaver, Felicity Jones. There's a monster. Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson plays the voice of the monster. Uh, and there's like a kid and the, the kid's friend with a monster. It's like I Kill Giants, but, you know, something different. Uh, 20th Century Women, which was actually a trailer I was kind of interested in, so I, I want to check that out. Yeah, Mike Mills. Uh, What's the Matter with Helen, which is an old movie. I, 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 I don't all I know. Got. That's all I got. Uh, A Midsummer Night's Dream. It's an adaptation by Julie Taymor. Uh, I don't know, but the cover looks fucked up, so I clicked on it. All right. Criterion is putting out Blow Up, uh, which you may remember that cover. is uh, the... Uh, the movie that my dad, it was my dad's favorite movie for like 30 years. And then I watched it and it's kind of about a guy who just sort of rapes some women. Uh, and then may or may not sort of help solve a murder. Maybe, 
Um, but it's pretty boring. But check it out. Uh, there's this really terrible scene where he, yeah. Anyway, uh, but it was cool back then, and it's got. Uh, I think it's got the Yardbirds in it. Uh, which is the old, only reason my dad liked it was because there's a scene where he randomly what are you talking about again? Uh, the, it's Blow called up. Blow Up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like a 70s movie about a photographer. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where he's like, it makes no sense, but he's like running through, runs into this like warehouse sort of building where there's uh, a bunch of kids watching. I believe it's the Yardbirds. They sing a song and then he runs away. Oh, oh, they smash their guitar and he grabs a piece and runs away with it. No idea why. Uh it's one of those movies that all the hipsters have the movie poster of. Yeah. Because yep. it's that one of that lady lying down and the photographer taking the picture. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the movie. It's in the, it's in the lobby of our film school. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Pretentious. <laughs> uh, September Storm in 3D. Uh, from Kino this week, it's a it's a movie where that <laughs> shark looks like he's like look his eyes look like he has no eyes like there's no pupil uh, in there. No, no, no. He's he's looking at the at the sexy lady in the bikini. He's, he's like, like oh, and then look at this dope this dope diver who's uh who's like shooting the this is this is not bad. Uh, anyway, it's a some kind of shark fight movie uh, where two divers uh, box a shark over the love of a beautiful one. Um, so that sounds interesting. Maybe maybe check that out. The Phantasm Collection is out this week on Blu-ray. Yep. Uh, I don't know how many of these it is. It five. just says collection. It's all. It's five of them. Cool. So you can see that. Uh, let's see which one. Uh, Wishmaster Collection I from that one Vestro. Uh, Vestron. 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 Yeah. The first one's pretty good. The cover's pretty neat. That's the one where like he makes your wish come to true, but like it's terrible. Yeah. They'll say I went. Uh, I want a bunch of gold, and yeah. then like they, you get crushed with gold. Yeah, yeah. Wish granted, like yeah. the monkey's paw. Yeah, I was, I was just yeah. gonna say it's the monkey's paw. So, uh, yeah, the first one has Kane Hodder, Robert England, a bunch of horror icons in it. Oh snap! Then they get progressively worse. Uh, and then there's a movie from Blue Underground, which is maybe somebody else who's now releasing horror movies. Uh-huh, yeah, a uh, couple of those. called Venom. Oh yeah, and you talked about that. Yeah, I, that's like a re-release. I have their original. Oh really? Release is it, it also from from Blue Underground? Yep. Oh, the cover okay. is like the reverse one they have. Oh, and it's not as cool. Mine is like this chicken, a skimpy outfit with a snake behind her. Oh yeah, this is a this is a, a hand with a gun bursting through glass, and then there's like a drawing of a snake. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like a snake. That's a black mamba. Is it? Uh, yeah, not Kobe Bryant. Now, un- unfortunately, in a in a post uh, nice guys world, I'm also aware that this man who has just punched that glass has sliced his wrist open and will <laughs> die in about 35 minutes. Anyway, that's what's coming out on Blu-ray this week. Man, just burning through it. Yeah. This is what we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Hmm. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> I-, I did that just to be an asshole. Um, I finally got around to see uh, Moana, and it's beautiful, and it's a great right? movie. Oh. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good song. That's That song is good. It is. Uh, the, the movie is uh, very vibrant and very uh, bouncy. Yeah. <laughs> bouncy. But, I mean, it moves really quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Review given by Tigger. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the cam- the camera's bouncy. Sh- <laughs> um, <laughs> that was good. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Uh, Dwayne Johnson is great. And it, the, the lady who plays Moana is fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. It's cute. <laughs> wonderfully animated yeah the, the way they animate the water is pretty impressive oh yeah absolutely uh, yeah, oh, I, that, that scene with the little girl yeah, at the beginning, the beginning where she where goes it's, oh that's so cute 
It's just so cute. It is. It's well. It's really well done. Yeah. I, I've said uh, I'm almost done. I've been doing um, watching all the Disney movies. I was going to watch them in order, but because I have a kid, it's hard for me. Like he doesn't want to sit through freaking Cinderella. So like yeah. Uh, so I've been kind of bouncing all over the place. I think I only have to watch two more, and then I'll post my definitive rankings of them. Cool. And it, it's hard to be not biased because I I still think Pinocchio is the greatest animated movie of all time. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't think anything's ever going to take it away from number one for me. Until <laughs> um, they do the live action Pinocchio. With Robert Downey Jr.? Oh, damn. That would be awesome. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it, it's a great movie. And the Blu-ray is really fantastic. It looks great. Would you want him to play uh, uh What's his name? What made him? Or what's his name? What's a grasshopper? Geppetto or Jiminy? <laughs> uh, I'd actually like uh, Robert Downey Jr. to play Honest John, but that's just me. Oh, okay. That's, I was gonna say or, that's too small of a part. Oh, he might do it. They could they could Robert Zemeckis it, and Robert Downey Jr. could play all parts. That'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, I, I think he'd make a really great Honest John. <laughs> yeah. All right. That'd be Honest cool. John. <laughs> That would be pretty good. <laughs> that That's my Cliff Richards. It was pretty spot on. Would he yeah. be old or would they make like a kid version of him? Of uh, Honest John? Yeah. Honest John's like a fox. Oh, that's right. He's the, he's the guy who sings, hi, diddly dee. Right. He steals the kids and sends them to Pleasure Island. Yes. He's not a nice man. Pleasure nope. Island. <laughs> he has a cat assistant that's like, kind of like cross-eyed. Originally uh, voiced by Mel Blanc, but... Yeah, in, but... Didn't Disney find it would be funnier if he was quiet? Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. A lot of people don't know Pinocchio went through tons of rewrites because um, Disney was not happy with it. And now it's the greatest anime movie ever. It's because it's creepy, man. Right. Uh, I also watched a movie that I I loved when I was a kid. It's called The Gate. It's a, Oh, yeah. It has Stephen Dorff in it when he's like 12. And it's basically the dig out this tree this family digs out a tree in their yard and by doing it it's like a gate to hell and there's all these little like demons that come up yeah and i was watching it and kellen was running around and then he was doing what he's doing right now is just watching I'm like mm, maybe i should turn this one off it's it's pg-13 so it's not overtly violent yeah but there's still lots of like monsters running around and there's a dog that gets killed in it i'm like mm, maybe i should and it, t- it teaches the valuable lesson of uh, how evil yard work is. Yes. And that you shouldn't go outside. Yes. Uh, it's it's terrifying. Uh, but yeah, the the Blu-ray is really good. It's another Vastron video series. They have, man, I want to say it's like two hours of like interviews and stuff on it. Cool. About a little movie with stop motion monsters. So it's cool. And I, I love that. I think horror movie people and why these Vastron and Scream factories are so popular because horror people like the collections, and it's hard for them to be accepted. And so you always had to go to video stores to get them or, um, you know, or wait, stay up late at night on HBO to catch these kind of movies. And yeah. now that they're readily available, I think it's cool. Um, I rewatched Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange is a great movie. Yeah. It, it really is. Um, I forgot to say, I, I did that last week myself. Yeah, it's uh, on Blu-ray. It, just seeing the visual effects again are, is really impressive. Cool. Uh, the the last scene, spoilers, where he's reversing time, it, it just it looks amazing. It, yeah. It's, I yeah, it's awesome. And, awesome. and I love I love the how he d- ends up beating the villain is mm-hmm. just he's like I'm just gonna annoy the hell out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, that uh, you know Dory Mommy's like stop, stop. <laughs> And yeah, it's cool. Uh, so really well done, and it also has a special feature of 
Thor, uh, Thor again, like not working at an office, but he's roommates with somebody. Yeah. It's pretty great. Uh, um, so yeah, what's Thor been up to? He's been up to that. Uh, and uh, the last thing I watched is so Screen Factory also puts out these Blu-rays that are limited to a limited to a thousand copies, and they only sell them through their website. Uh, and one of them already sold out really fast. It's called like Deathstalker Two and th- One and Two. I don't even I've never heard of them, but I guess people love them. Uh, but I ended up buying two of them, and the first one I watched is called The Velvet Vampire. And it's like this sexy. I bought it because the cover is a sexy vampire with like a see-through shirt holding up two severed heads. I'm like, sounds great, sweet. Yeah, she does not sever anybody's head in it, so that's kind of disappointing. Um, but is she in the how, skimpy shirt? I was gonna yes. say, how transparent is the shirt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's basically like a, a '70s like sexploitation film. Yeah, oh, okay. dressed as like <laughs> this vampire movie because she's not affected by sunlight. She like walks out in the sunlight until the very end when she dies by sunlight. It's really, it's weird. So she lives in like the desert and she says the sun hurts her. Yeah. But she's like walking around in it like whatever. So don't live there. But she, yeah. <laughs> but she's tough. Yeah. Uh, and so the story is, is she meets these, this couple and she invites them to their house and all these people are starting to turn up like dead. And by all these people, it's a 70s horror film. So it's like three. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and she watches them through like the w- window in their bedroom, and so there's like tons of like gratuitous nudity. I don't know if "tons" is the right word, but it's frequent. Uh, the proper amount. Yeah, it's frequent for for one of those films. There's enough. Yeah, and I mean, there's some violent parts in it, but yeah, at the end. So basically, she's just trying to. I don't know what she's trying to do with this couple, but um, she eats like raw meat. She's trying and, to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, the husband ends up like sleeping with her after she eats like a chicken raw. And he's like, whoa, what are you doing Ew. eating that raw? And the husband's like this <laughs> really guy, terrible that guy, actor. That guy has weird fetishes. <laughs> and uh, it's Keanu Reeves' father. <laughs> and then it ends really weird. Like, uh, the, yeah. It seems like except he's what are you doing hair. to that chicken? <laughs> so he, she ends up seducing the man. And she sleeps with him that first time. And the wife sees them sleep together. And he's like, and so the next morning, she, the wife is acting all cold to him. He's like, yeah, so what? I slept with her. Is that what you wanted to hear? <laughs> and then they start joking no. again. I was like, wait. What? No, what? no one wanted to hear that. I guess it's okay. I guess she doesn't care. I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah. Um, so then the husband goes and sees her again. He's figured out that she's a vampire. And he gets murdered. And then the wife comes in and sees the husband's dead body standing up like in the corner of the room. And she runs out scared, and then she gets picked up by some dude who takes her to town and gets her a bus ticket. And she's like, meh, my husband's dead, who cares? And she gets back into town, but she's stalked by the vampire. And then she chases her outside in L.A., and she gets <coughs> crosses shown to her, and she burns up in the sun. Oh. And I'm like, but she was outside earlier. Yeah, I guess you have to combine the sun yeah, with the crosses. Yeah, the crosses make her weak. Yeah, so and then she's like, oh, no, the sun. Suns and crucifixes and... You're fucked. They threw, they threw some garlic at her. <laughs> yeah, it it's it looks really great, though. They cleaned it up big time. I always love, because they have uh, a standard definition trailer on there. And when you watch the trailer, and you, after you've watched the movie, you're like, wow, they've added like the color they've got out of it. And Oh, wow. So they've, they, they did a really good job. Cool. Uh, and there's also there's a commentary you know, with the actress who's the vampire. Um, does she explain why she can walk around in the sun? She doesn't. <laughs> the, the lady who plays a vampire, though, is beautiful. So, you know, seeing her naked's fine. Cool. Yep. 
And that's what I watched this week. So did you get your Robocop 2 and 3? Yeah, I did. Nice. I have to... I, I have them here because I need to watch them. But I, I, I hopefully I'll be able to watch those this week. Cool. I plan on watching more stuff all the time, but when you work 14 hours and you work overnights... Yep. You're like, fuck this. I hear you. Anyways. Cool. Awesome. Zach, what'd you watch? Um, Didn't watch too much this Boring. week. Boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, I uh, I watched the documentary Tower um, on PBS's Independent Lens. Is, that about a, is it about a, a, a big fire? No. no is O.J. Simpson in it? You don't know the tower? No. Is it about the shooting in Texas? Yes, that's uh, correct. Uh, our friend from Telluride Horror Show... Uh, Rafael Ruiz worked on that. No yep. shit. Awesome. And uh, it's really good. It's really, really good. I Were you planning on watching it at all, Ryan? Yeah. Um, I don't want to... Well, you kind of know already how they present it in the format or something Yeah, like it's that. like rotoscoping, right? Yeah, it's rotoscoping, and it's beautifully executed. Um, and they they pull a punch that I don't want to like... I mean, it's historical fact, but it's still like... I don't want to... They well, pull. They pull well, a punch. For and who don't they, know yeah, they, they pull a punch at the end with a revelation with one of the survivors that is just fascinating. So. Well, and the story is, is some dude went up into a, a tower and was sniping people at the University of Texas. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like one of the first mass sh- notarized mass shootings in America. Yeah. Um. So um. So I saw that. Um. I saw Dave Chappelle's new stand-up specials. Yeah, me too. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love the. They're really good. I, I love the opening one about like uh, where he uh, he was so drunk that he had to get into his fr- in his friend's car, and he's like, "The police are here after me, but it's okay because I'm Dave Chappelle." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that dog's about to ruin it. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but, getting uh, getting Morgan Freeman to do like the voiceovers. The oh yeah, really oh god, good yeah. <laughs> oh. It was yeah. fun. It was fun. It's like he never left, man. He, he's uh. Solid, uh, solid comedian still to this day. He um, looks a lot older though. He does, oh yeah, yes. he he looks a little hunched over a little bit, like he like he oh. may have some back problems or something. Yeah, he looks like he's been chilling out in Ohio for a while, man. <laughs> he looks like he's doing all right. Gained, yeah. He gained a little weight, but he is just fine. Yep. <laughs> I, if he still looks the same, it would be weird. Yeah, that is true. Um, um, he's and still then, funny. That's that's you know that's the most important part. Yeah, like he <laughs> he seemed like he was having a good time, and some of the stories he told were really fun. Uh, and this was a neat one because he seemed really like really pretty relaxed. You know, he, like he's just telling like fun stories about what he's been doing, and he didn't have you know. the pressure of like a t- a hit TV show right behind him. Yeah, the he way he did last time. Yeah, he doesn't uh, for good or <laughs> bad. He doesn't come off like he's like <laughs> struggling to get famous, like. He just is him, and it's it's great. Yeah. Um, there's a couple times he says stuff like he's definitely pushing buttons, but he does it in, in, a, in a really good way, and uh, I think it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's all I watched this week. Wow. Short week. Yeah. Cool. Is it me? Yep. Okay. Uh, I watched both episodes of the Chappelle. <laughs> uh, yeah. I watched both the specials, and then episodes. I've been watching uh, a lot of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, so... There's not a whole lot, but MSC- oh yeah, I did watch that too. I yeah. watched the Accuse My Parents, but I already said that. So. Oh, I saw. I've seen uh, Space Mutiny and Werewolf. Werewolves is really good because it's got John uh, Martin Sheen's brother in it. Yep, um, that one's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, but yeah, there's like 20 episodes on Netflix. People should check them out. What's kind of interesting is like I watched a lot of them when I was a kid, and going back, a lot of the jokes are I would say maybe 40 percent of the jokes. Most like kids or or that age that I was 
today wouldn't understand what it, what the, what the joke is even about because mm-hmm. there's a they're very either of their time or even old. I mean, there's jokes about like um, uh, like like phone switchboards and stuff like that where I'm like that joke doesn't play today. <laughs> like it, I I get it, but you know. Uh, but still, you know, it's pretty fun. It's a good thing to, like, put on in the background. It's fun to turn on because I love, like, the show's theme song. Yes. The sound of movies, <laughs> the worst yeah. we can find. La, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. I'm really excited for the new season. I hope they've got some good movies lined up. And, uh, you know, Joan Ray is pretty funny. So You know, on the uh, old show, they have a frequent Jack Benny reference that they pull, like, every other episode. Of course they do. Tell yep. me about it. It's 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 barely audible, but you just hear somebody saying an old timey announcer voice. Giant running program. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. So people should check it out if you've never seen MST3K. Have I told the story about what we did when I was a kid? Yes, you have. Okay. All right. Cool. It's a good story. Brad, what'd you watch this week? Uh, I didn't watch a lot because obviously I'm still playing Breath of the Wild, which is my life now. He's, oh yeah, I'm, he's lost in Hyrule. <laughs> I'm also playing a lot of Horizon now, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch anything yesterday. Sorry. Yeah, uh, but it's crazy to say, but it might have replaced Ocarina of Time as my favorite wow. game of all time. I ran into the Nintendo lady when I was at Best Buy, Yeah, and uh, she said that if you're looking for an NES classic, in two weeks they're going to have a whole shipment of them come out. Ooh. Um, and she, uh, she said and the Switches should be restocked pretty soon, too, so... And cool. if you didn't, if you're having a problem with your sync with the left Joy-Con, you can send a Nintendo and they'll fix it for free. Nice, because it is a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's not all of them. It's a distributor thing. So like some factories installed a part wrong. Yeah. So yeah. if you contact Nintendo, they'll send you a packing slip and you send it to them. You get it back in less than a week. Okay. Uh, the guy on IGN got it back in a, two days. I don't necessarily have to because just before I came to the podcast, I walked into a GameStop and I bought a Pro Controller. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I. Was, I uh, I walked in, and the guy's like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, you know, just trying to uh, do my daily disappointment of not finding, like, Switch stuff on the shelf. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I know. And then I looked across the counter. I'm like, I bet that's probably just a box for a controller. He's like, no, actually, it's the real thing. I'm like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, they, they get, it's, like, equal parts frustrating because, um, like, the, the, the sync issue, like, makes battles more difficult, but... Um, like I, I made the mistake of going online and checking out what other people are doing in the game and so where most of my time is just like walking these great expanses and like fighting goblins once in a while like people are making like certain recipes or they found like the master sword or um, like they've done clever ways of beating temples one of the great things about the game is there's ways to beat things that aren't the way it's programmed to mm. um, there's like this one temple apparently with like you have to connect, like make a like make a circuit with the electricity, and so the guy just said like, yeah, I was I was lazy, so I didn't want to like do the temple, so I just dropped all my metal like shields and swords, and then lined them all up in a straight line, <laughs> <laughs> and made my own connection. Um, oh, wow, yeah. man, that's so, cool. And I forget what I did, but there was one temple where I just like instead of sending like the stone across the wall, I just did it the other way, and it still like bounced in to the slot I had to go to. I was like. I've seen that How, like with the de- level of detail in the game. It just I'm, they must have been. Did they start like right after Twilight Princess? Uh, I think so. Uh, well, the I read an interview with the director, and what you're mentioning is he wanted. There's no right or wrong way to play the game. Yeah, he wanted people to explore and figure out things on their own, 
And I think that's pretty special. You said you could even beat the game if you wanted to fight the final boss at the beginning. Yeah, like they're already telling me to go fight Ganon, but I'm just like, I'm not ready to fight Ganon. Like, I haven't found much of anything. <laughs> I want to play more game before it's over. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And I've unlocked the bottom half of the map. And when I got to, like, the coast, I'd look across and be like, oh, that's, like, a nice background they put in. But, like, that's the background. And then the map shows up. And you're like, I can go to that island? <laughs> that's not just, like, a fuzzy blur out there. That's an actual thing. I have to get the raft. I have to go get the, the tree branch to create the wind, to push the sail and push the raft out there. It's just, like, cool. Yeah, and and then the two maps I did unlock, like I didn't. I just went to the towers to get the map unlocked. So there's like large expanses that I just like. I usually just go to the tops of the highest mountains and then set like a marker that I was there and then cross to the next temple and things. But there's all this stuff going on down below. This just hmm. like, yeah, it's it's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> it makes me excited. I mean, Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda game, but yeah, that they're. I mean, they're all good. But yeah, <laughs> but this one is just like. I don't know what they do after this. Like, I don't know how you up the ante because this is like the best you, I think you can do. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you do another story, but as far as gameplay mechanics, it's, like, it's the ultimate experience. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was saying because you have a Switch, but you can still get it for the Wii U because I need a Wii U. Yeah, I, I could. <laughs> but you want to play it on this <laughs> yeah. Switch. Then, you, then you've got to play 80 hours of, like, yeah. you've got to find time for a lot of game. I don't know. It's worth playing twice. So yeah. If, if you, I don't know if you get a Switch in, in a month from that lady but yeah so hopefully uh, i'll get mine soon we'll see yeah um and then the the two things i watched uh in that time was uh i got the mondo steelbook of ghost in the shell nice. uh, oh, cool. which is pretty but i just took for granted that the special features would be on it so it's just the movie uh did you yeah. already have the blu-ray i have the dvd and i think i still i don't know if i traded into trademark but i think i have the special edition dvd oh, okay that has bonus features but they put out a 25th anniversary blu-ray mm-hmm. yeah a while back and that's i figured they would just port that right to the mondo but no it's just the movie that's too bad <laughs> lame lincoln <laughs> what is on my hand that you want come here, come here. he just wants to be oh. loved brad yeah just pet him you just gotta learn to love just take a break um <laughs> And then the other thing, I finally got my Blu-ray copy of Kung Fury. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Actually, two, because they screwed up the one disc, and they sent me the second fixed disc in the package on, like, a little sleeve that ripped apart, and it's a little scratched, but um, but it's cool. I, was, I, I kind of forgot it was even coming at this point. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, donated, I got it because I donated it to the Kickstarter, and that was right. my reward, but that was 2014. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. And hasn't the movie been on Netflix for a while? Yeah. I, yeah. I watched it on Netflix. And, <laughs> um, but I didn't appreciate it as much. Like, I think it's the same cut, but uh, watching it on Blu-ray with the special features and watching how they made it, and um, it was fun. I, I liked it more than when I, I first saw the final product. I don't know. Cool. I guess I had time to like sit and watch it. Very good. More, but... Um, if you don't know what Kung Fury is, it was this Kickstarter uh, movie that they thought were, they were going to make a feature film. They raised like six hundred grand um, after it got shared on Reddit and stuff, and they made it, and it turned out to be like a 45-minute thing, kind of like Van Damme. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a tribute to like, great stuff from the 80s, like video games and um, synth music and Yeah, it's DeLoreans. a lot of style. Yeah, it's a, a lot, lot of 80s of style. And, style, yeah. and then like just kind of... Danger Five level, mm. like fight Hitler, uh, yeah, dinosaurs, Vikings, just like a mishmash of all this 
Triceratops cops. <laughs> Basically Brad the movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like what I would have made. It's yeah. kind of like two brothers, you know. Do you know Dormer Tacone is uh, Hitler in it? Yeah, one of the Lonely <laughs> Island guys. Yeah. Very cool. And that's it for me. <laughs> uh, so I would watch a lot of Steve, uh, Dr. Steve Brule, <laughs> John C. Riley character. From oh, Steve, yeah, yeah. From uh, Tom, Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric. Oh, <laughs> so funny. One of my favorite things he does is the character's so dumb. So it's instead of saying like bingo, he says bringo or broats. <laughs> There's this one episode where he's trying to talk about how donkeys are man's best friend. And so the the shot starts with his back to the camera and he's like Dronkies are man's best friend. And then it it plays like the theme music and then it cuts to him and he says the exact same line like he was rehearsing before. <laughs> and I was watching special features and I guess they record it digitally and then they send it through a VCR recording it again so it comes out really shitty. <laughs> and it's it's funny. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, should watch some Steve Brule. Cool. Yep. This week on Real Nerds Podcast, we saw Power Rangers. Brad, should people go and see Power Rangers? Um, it's a tough one. Uh, I had fun with it, um, but it's still the the silly concept that it was back in '93, just a more professional, glossier version, um, but with more uh, gravitas, I guess, more heart to it. Um, so I don't know if if you're not a fan, I don't know if it's gonna like suck you in, but um, if you are a fan, and I've already talked to a bunch of people, uh, the fans approve. So, um, yeah. Did you know a lot of people that are fans of Power Rangers? Uh, a couple or people. Did you know enough where they could give a seal of approval on it? I mean, like five, five oh. people. I, yeah, yeah, that's a lot. I haven't heard anyone say they didn't like it. So, but I think it's coming up. <laughs> James, <laughs> should people see Power Rangers? Um. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of worried because we might be in some kind of bizarro world where like Justice League's <laughs> gonna be my favorite movie of the year and Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna suck because like Resident Evil was bad and Triple X was good. Do you think Resident Evil is gonna be good? And 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 now <laughs> and but not good bad. I mean, it was just bad bad. No, it was like boring bad. No, and that's then, pretty fun. And then Power Rangers was like almost good. <laughs> like the. First half of this movie kind of earns it, and then it gets you know it gets a little slow, and then at the end it is a movie where they drive giant dinosaur robots and fight like a monster thing. Um, yeah, it's hard to necessarily recommend unless you unless you can tell the person like, hey, you're gonna be able to just enjoy the end. Yeah, like just, you just accept the rules. Yeah, if you if you watched this show and kind of enjoyed it as a kid, yes, you should probably go check this out because I think it's a pretty fun time at the movies and and while there are some parts that don't work as well, it, it's like the, love, the most huh? <laughs> you want the love. It's the most aggressive <laughs> love I've ever seen, Brad. Um yeah, I, I think so. It's just really hard to necessarily recommend because you have to be a certain type of person, I think. Um, but I'm amazed that this is a movie I might buy when it's cheap and watch again. Zach, <laughs> get me those teens with attitude. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I, so I grew up with Power Rangers, um, to, more or less, and uh, I actually thought it was it had enough of the '90s uh, cheese for me. Um, in a more updated fashion, like obviously it's a little bit more 
uh, grittier, if you will, um, if like if that's even a term for this film, because I didn't think it was the, the 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 brooding reboot like the Fantastic Four was, where this one just felt like no, this this just looks like it was professionally shot as opposed to um, trying to intersplice American footage with Japanese footage. So, um, and, um, I liked Elizabeth Banks in it, actually. I thought she was kind of funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, sure, go check it out. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting movie. <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Almost had me. <laughs> That's, uh, it's amazing. It's, it starts really, really good. Uh, well, the opening stuff, I was like, eh. I, With the... The 65 million years ago? Yeah. I didn't like that. Like, 65 million years ago. Planet Earth. <laughs> I think that's... Cenozoic cheesy. era. And then when you see it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then it, it starts with, like, a really, deserved, like, yeah. adult joke. About <laughs> oh, him. God, Holy yeah. Shit, yeah. There's, a there's a joke about him jerking off a... And I thought it was shot really cool at the beginning, where it was inside the car, and it was the cameras moving around. I thought it was really creative. And then the kids were really funny. I'm like... <coughs> and I'm starting, like, am I enjoying this movie? <laughs> Me too. I'm like, I'm starting to enjoy this movie. And then the middle happens, and it's slow and boring, and they do too many training montages, and they have too many instances where they have to prove themselves, and then the ending is pretty fun. So, I don't know. I'm like, um, just push them. Um, yeah, so I would say Almost has me, but it's... But Almost is kind of an achievement. It kind of is. <laughs> Um, and then I'll get into more of why I, it almost worked for me and almost did, and it yeah. mostly didn't. But I mean, if if you want to see, I, I don't think it's the worst movie. I just no. think it exists. I think I mean, it's a good start. Like, yeah, because it sets up a future movie. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm invested enough to be like, I want to see what happens to the, these characters. Here's a trailer for Power Rangers. None of us really know each other. We're all screw-ups. But somehow... We were all in the same place at the same time when Billy found those coins. <laughs> Guys, check out how we glow. I'm blue! <laughs> oh, I'm black! What? I am. No, you're not! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you feel weird? We're strong. I'm saying he's strong. The answer to what is happening to you is here. You five are the Power Rangers. Did I just hear you say we're Power Rangers? Is this some kind of joke? We're talking to a wall. I was kind of expecting a little more. So where were you last night? Me and four kids found a spaceship buried underground. I'm pretty sure I'm a superhero. Cool. Pee in that cup. Power Rangers were a legion of warriors. You must become those warriors. It's just a hologram, like a video game. <laughs> That's a strong-ass hologram. Not a video game. <laughs> no one man should have all that power. You were born for this. Can I, just count the I will destroy everything. She is pure evil. How do you expect us to stop her? It's morphin' time. 
do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. a lot of gold. This is your destiny. Let's go! Go! This is your time. Brad, were you into... Power Rangers ever? Like, did you ever watch it? Like, the first season, like, you know, I'd get up at 6 in the morning before class, and it was, like, the first thing on that Fox yeah. block or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd, I'd watch, not because of the kids, but because of the, like, the, the miniature robots and oh, stuff. sure, yeah. Like, that part was the coolest part of the show for me. And it was always kind of the same recycled footage. They'd trot out the... the and they they had more emphasis. They had more emphasis on the dinosaur aspect of the powers because when they morphed, they would say like pterodactyl, tyrannosaurus, oh, right. um, and then yeah. Um, yeah, the kids they have oh, like not very. There wasn't a lot of drama in their school. Oh, like no. they just had like silly situations. And then Bulk and Skull, who aren't in the movie, oh yeah, um, that, they're kind of morphed into out. like one guy who's the yeah. bully. Yeah. Um, but they but had, he's not funny. They were a very lighthearted, comedic like. Um, you know, part of the show like they they would always. I don't be... remember anything you're saying. Bulk, Bulk and Skull were like these these like I like a Laurel and Hardy, but for bullies. yeah, but yeah. and mean. Yeah. yeah, they were basically the like the dumb bullies. They try to screw with the Power they were, Rangers they were the and they get their relief. comeuppance. Yeah, yeah, comfort relief. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I just kind of I would do that for like a couple. I think I watched through like Lord Zed and then eventually like grew out of it because I got yeah. back into Ninja Turtles, but right. It was like a cool like new th- like what is this thing? Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it was this thing I hadn't seen before. Yeah. Like it was basically Ultraman, right? Um, exactly. But it's yeah. had four five characters, and it was half American, half Japanese. Yeah, it's yeah, it is weird because like I going into the theater, I'd start. You had texted us the night before, and <laughs> we're like, "Hey guys, FYI, might be good." <laughs> and uh, and I go into the trailer, and I've seen some of the reviews and what people are saying, and I'm like. What is going on? And so it starts, and yeah, when you meet Jason and Billy, and especially Billy, like, they're well-acted, and they're kind of fun characters, and like you said, the whole, the, I think, it's funny that you brought up uh, Fantastic Four in your re- reviews, Zach, because at one point I thought to myself, like, man, Josh Trank should watch this. He's just the guy I like beating on lately. Um, he should watch this because this it's is the same a case, movie. Wait, it's a case it's of whole like, movie of them trying to get their powers, just like the Fantastic Four was. Yeah, but this is a case where, like, again, a director gets like the short the short stick and is like his chance to make a big movie. He's given like a kind of shitty premise and probably a lot of direction from a studio of things he's got to do, and he fucking tries like hard and there's really cool shots and the the acting is from those two guys is really good then when we get into the other like the other three kids they're not as great especially the yellow ranger who is basically like stolen from some kind of after school special not a very good character hey crazy girl (laughs) oh gosh oh the guy yeah and the guy plays zach is he's good when he's dramatic and he's terrible when he's trying to be funny i'm crazy and i was like (laughs) you need to Calm down. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah uh, I mean, the opening of the movie is fun. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the kid who plays Billy is really good. Yes. Uh, Jason's, he's good in it. 
I, I wasn't. I mean, I didn't. Kim didn't bother me that much. No, but she's other, just got a couple moments. That yeah, I don't, the other you know. two were just in, obnoxious because yes. the, it's one's like I'm the bad girl, and I, I'm you know no one understands me, <laughs> and then the other guy is just you know detached from everybody. He's cool. He ditches. Um, went school. And, some of the jokes that I thought weren't going to be funny in um, in from the trailer were, ended up actually kind of working in the movie. So like uh, like in the trailer, the way they do the the timing for like the pee in this cup that actually in the movie kind of works. Oh yeah. Um, I mean the whole audience was laughing constantly that first third of the movie because uh, they really they pulled it off. You well, know? that's what I mean. And it but it abandons that per, like that tone yes. halfway through the movie. Yes, and where it mm-hmm. stops being fun and it's well, boring. So was it was it boring? Because basically, you've got that first third where it's fun and they're discovering the world, and then you've got a third where they're trying to learn to be Power Rangers. Yeah, and I think half of that is good and half of it is slow. So like the scenes where I I especially think that Kimberly's scene where she meets with Jason and admits like. This is why I don't think I'm worthy. Like all those scenes where they're sort of admitting like what's wrong with them and what they're worried about. Like I think those are actually pretty well no, done, and especially hers. I think is I think really there are solid. Too, but they don't explain the rules either. What the fuck is morphing? Why do you have to morph? <laughs> that's what I meant in the beginning of the like oh, my review true. is like there's just things you have to accept because they are ridiculous and they don't have <laughs> any foundation. No. They're just the rules. Shit, I hadn't thought of that because in my mind. I mean, I know. <laughs> Remember well, when? Then what is morphing? Oh, they, it's when they turn into guys with suits on. Yeah, exactly. But how do they? <laughs> but how do they do it? Uh, it uh, Brian, Brian how does Kramps? How does Rita come back to life after sixty-five million years in the ocean? Oh, because she was trapped, and then the, she gets set free. You got to go watch the intro. She wasn't trapped. She was just sitting at the bottom of the ocean I, with I, her little power coin. I one hundred percent agree with everything. Which, by the way, I'm a big fan of what they did with her. Like. When her picture came out, and she's like, why is she in the green armor? I'm like, why didn't I see it? It's like, the fact they put the backstory of the Green Ranger as her being a former Green Ranger. Yeah. uh, And giving Zordon a backstory of being the former Red Ranger, I thought was just like... So great for the franchise. Yeah, no, I, I was I, I was I impressed like that. that Brian Cranston actually like just took this seriously. Yeah. Well, and I think I, I do I did like Elizabeth Banks in it a lot. I thought she was really like she was the right kind of campy for it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. she's very close to doing the original Rita. That and I mean there was parts at the beginning where she was kind of scary where she's you know like stabbing people and you know yeah. eating people and eating homeless people for but the. But the weird part is like some of her dialogue. <laughs> one of the weird things is her dialogue is very like she says "eeny meeny miny mo." I'm like. You've been trapped underwater for 65 million years? Like, why do you know, like, little nursery rhymes? Uh, English, I think like, she, they, she has a moment. Isn't she, like, inhale somebody and she learns? I don't know. Yeah, this, maybe she did that, but I didn't catch it. But, yeah. yeah. And, like, that's the... That's what I mean. Like, there's moments in the middle that I just... Tonally, it changes, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, the... um Boy, Lincoln is just... So he just, wants, he just wants to be loved, but eventually he has to learn. He's trying to emancipate um, something. Oh yeah, no, I I think Rita is is pretty awesome, and I kind of have to get into spoilers because there's some things about her that I love, like the fact that she gets slapped to the moon. <laughs> they slap her to the moon, which means that in the next movie she's gonna have a big telescope and be in a temple on the moon. What the exactly. fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Why do I care? Also, when she makes Goldar, like her line from the show is like, "Make my minions grow" or something. She says that. 
And the first time I watched it, I was like, I didn't like. And then the second time I watched it with Zach, and I was like, oh yeah, that's from the show. I forgot. Can we just hold on a second? Because <laughs> I just realized that you saw this movie twice. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go alone. Wow. <laughs> well, Zach said he was going to pay for it. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'll Holy go. Holy shit. No, I just. It, it it almost worked for almost worked for me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's and, not great. Yeah. It's not great. Uh, but you know, and then too, I I hate I hate the inconsistencies of that big gold thing destroying our town. Let's big huge robots to stop it and destroy our town more. Yeah. Like, oh, but everyone was safe. Amy Jo Johnson was okay at the end. She it's was right. in the TV show. They would usually fight outside of town. Yeah, they would yeah. fight in that weird <laughs> desert outside of L.A. Yeah, but you know, Which it's weird, a hundred million dollar movie. It was weird because they were in the construction site, and I'm like, oh, this is the way they homage everything. They're going to have the fact right here in this little gold yard or this little construction yard. Nope. They take it to town, and everything is destroyed like Man of Steel. Right. Like, the way to make it better, the way to really pay homage would be to have them fight in the gold mine. Yeah. 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 You know? But it's a $100 million movie. They're like, They're, you got to amp it up. I mean, it could have been a $60 million movie. Yeah, yeah. That's my point. <laughs> you know, the, even like when uh, Brian Cranston's character does the exposition, his exposition doesn't make any sense. No, but I think that his, like, the the badness of Zordon, not as an actor, but, like, the potential for him to not be the best, like, a good character, is actually a pretty well-done subplot, where, like, he loses faith in them, and then basically just wants to use the power to come back to life, and then has to, like, learn to appreciate that Jason can be a leader. Like, I think that for a Power Rangers movie... I thought that worked pretty well, and I kind of I cared. The no, fact they had to like it's give fine, up. But you know what's the robot's name? Alpha, Alpha Five. So he's like he, they use some primitive language named English. I mean language English. How the <laughs> fuck do you know it's primitive, and how the fuck do you speak it? <laughs> you're, you're thinking hey, too much. Yeah, hold on <laughs> yeah, <a second>. again. <laughs> they morph into guys with suits that have giant dinosaur robots. Uh, for for me, actually, my biggest criticism, I think it's unbelievable that they pull off. Um, that they pull off a shot of all of the, it, the like the shot of all the dinosaurs running next to each other With the while power the Power song. Rangers <laughs> theme plays. Yeah, that was great. And then they play Kanye. Yeah. Also, when they first jump out of the lair and then land to fight the putties, like that zoom in. Oh, yes, on them they did the zoom is in. It's just like the show. Oh, yeah. I uh. I remember freaking out <laughs> at that moment. Like physically, I reacted because I couldn't believe they were doing that. Um, I just didn't care enough. It, no, I know. Um, to me, actually, the biggest problem with the movie is kind of how how much of a remake the final fight is. Like, it just feels like the show, which it's is weird. kind of disappointing. It's weird. Most of the movie, I'm going like, oh, I just freaking morph already. I want to see them morph. And yeah. then by the end of the movie, I'm like, I actually kind of like watching these people just exist. And then there's the silly steal. robot fight at the end. Go steal a cow again. <laughs> yeah, because like... Yeah. I think they were close, but then, like, the fight, the whole thing of them morphing into the Megazord isn't as great. Like, I like the fact that they get defeated and they basically Toy Story 3 together. Yeah. And you think, like, oh, like, they wanna, they're okay dying together. But if you die, the world ends. So maybe try hard. Yeah. Um, and then, But yeah. it's just all the rules. Like, I don't, like, why is the Zeo uh, uh, gem, like, almost close to the surface like goldar didn't have to dig very far to get something that should be like 65 million years buried under the ground like he would need like a core tunneler and well, then it was like, under the crispy cream, I was gonna say, Brad, it's, so. it, and then yeah. rita like gold revives her at i least, guess at least we know that 
at least we learned why Krispy Kreme is so good. Yeah. You know, it's because it's got the force of life in it. Um, yeah. I, well, I think, I don't know. Just, yeah, like, I know gold, gold brought her back to life is just a, a thing, but like yeah. the fact that she got absorbed into Goldar, like, and was able to control him better. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then Whatever. she tries to strike the Megazord with her own staff. I don't know. Yeah. And then she gets bitch slapped to the yeah. moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moon yeah uh, like, oh my god they're setting yeah. up the show no it's super <laughs> silly and weird and that that's why it's so hard to like ever recommend because that ending you kind of have to give it you got to give it a lot you know which is too bad considering how hard they worked to earn it in that first third of the film yeah um i think i think if the action at the end of the movie had been cooler I think they could have won you back from the from how slow and middling know. the. I, I think a film suffers pacing issues big. Time. I I agree, um, but I would I you know, I think if you had a cool like Pacific Rim fight at the end, um, where you where they really called back to those characters and made you feel like oh man like the the time I spent watching them train was worth it, not just because there's one time where they do a wrestling move and fight Goldar, but really because like that time where they learn to be friends and they learn to appreciate each other pays off, you know, because they really earn them wanting to die together. Well, the, the reason too, I, it, that ending that them dying doesn't work for me is because they already, they already blew that load when they killed, uh, when Billy. they killed Billy. Yeah. And right. so like, well, you know, nothing. And I mean, you know, they're not going to, I thought they, it would have been more shocking if they let him stay dead. Uh, yes. You know, and then they fought, they had something to fight for. And yeah. so they're like, meh, well, uh, Zordon. Zordon. Uh, yeah. It's like, well, I'm going to save him. Yeah. I had to change a heart because now they're. Because I have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, I don't know. But it is cool that, like, he has to accept <laughs> that, like, he can't control everything anymore. Like, he's 65 million years dead. Yeah. Uh, his time is over. Yeah. And, like, like, let other people. I can't believe we've talked heroes. about this movie this much. <laughs> like, I thought this was a slam dunk. And this wasn't going to be good. Well, I mean, I don't. Again, I don't think it's bad. Right? Uh, no, I know. I think if you're on the fence, you can rent it. Um, I'm not. I'm not trying to like win anybody over okay. for the movie. Yeah, I'm just uh, flabbergasted. Like I said, if, if you're a fan, like you can go into it and not be like, "Oh, they ruined it for me." So, what did the oh, fans great. think? I, I don't know anybody who's a fan of it. Uh, I mean, I was a pretty big fan when I was a kid. I don't. I didn't know I wanted this, right? Like, it wasn't... I looked back at it and was like, oh, yeah, there was this really corny show that I watched. And, like, you know, the the the, the structure of this movie, and especially the fight at the end, is the structure of every episode. They always did the same thing. They used the same sh- siege, like, the same shots. Like, it was, it was the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I went into this thinking, this is something I do not want. And I ended up getting a movie that I never knew I wanted um, that was pretty fun and had some good characters and yes gets slow in the middle and at the end is so self-aware and wacky that it was like refreshing and enjoyable mm-hmm. it was it's weird Zach you haven't said too much the only thing that I like really have on this film that there's I... a moment they say Jack Benning in the background no <laughs> <laughs> um this is my question like so like I, I remember being a kid and watching the show and like I could get I was a kid, so like the names didn't matter that much to me. But as I was as I was watching this movie today, I was like Goldar, <laughs> Rita Repulsa, 
How does yep. how does this yeah. fit in a gritty, gritty, realistic that, universe? Okay, so again, you know, something takes me out. So they're talking this language. He's like, who's talking that? Rita. Rita. <laughs> well, but she can't change her name. Like, if they just spelled it like R E E T A, like it would have seemed more alien. But sure, yes, yeah. that's true. R E E D Y A. Does he have to say Rita though? Does he have to? Can it just be like the well, his name's Zordon? <laughs> and I'm sorry, but like I-, I love the character of Alpha Five when I was younger. The fact True. that he only says I I I I I once really pissed me off. No 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 no. no. I'll go the other way and say the fact that they actually had him say I I I I I is insane. No, I thought like, he was pretty fun. Yeah, like, I mean he's a character for kids. But. Yeah, I think Bill Hader did. Yeah. I mean this movie is for like eight year olds mm. and if I were eight I think I would be down I think I'd get a little bit bored in the middle but it would be teaching me a lesson that was a good lesson and then at the end I'd be like hey can I watch Jurassic Park because this fight's not that cool that, that detention is okay right? Yeah, <laughs> as long as you cool. make friends <laughs> and, and I guess the Green Ranger is showing up and the Tommy, the Tommy. sizzle is cool. Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> not as cool I, my, my idea of having Zed show up in a stinger was way cooler yeah, because they're like, oh, we haven't cast the Green Ranger yet. Right. That so, was the joke. Tommy! <laughs> no, get you excited. If, uh, if Robert Downey Jr. showed like up as big... Tommy, would you be in? Well, <laughs> that's like... won't. And also, <laughs> and also, I just have to... So, but go back to the beginning for a second with that cow joke. Okay. <laughs> I laughed at that harder than I did at the masturbation jokes in Transformers 1. Well, yeah, that's how I knew this well, movie was, was working for Why me. Where I'm like, oh, okay, they pulled that off because they couldn't pull it off in a fucking Michael Bay movie. <laughs> And he's an immature kid to begin well, with. I don't well, like, get why that joke exists at all because it's weird. He why why did he milk the cow? Like even if he thought thinking it's a female cow, like why for the prank? Why it? did he milk the cow anyway? Yeah. It seems like he just statement. wanted to jerk off a cow and then try to play it off. <laughs> like statement. oh yeah, uh, uh, I thought it was a girl. This episode huh. should be called "Jerking Off a Cow." His statement was. That the cow should be happy because he milked it. Yeah. I guess meaning that, like, cows get happy when you milk it. Like he's trying to sedate the cow so it would be easier to get the, <laughs> get it in the locker room, so I'll milk maybe it. Jerking, maybe he was just like, dude, Jerking people off sedates them, guys. I, I, did, I did like, too, that his dad recognized him by the way he ran. I'm like, it's corny, but I'm like, ah, it's kind of cool. Like the Red Ranger, and mm-hmm. his dad's proud of him again. Oh, did that happen? He puts that yeah. clipping on the news uh, on the uh, on the refrigerator and just goes. But like, I also can't get past that he's uh, Pam's fiance. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, he's totally Roy. Uh, From one angle, I was like, "Is that fat Ben Affleck?" <laughs> I was telling uh, Zach in the car, like that's three weeks later since he screwed up. So and they're, they're still, still having that conversation <laughs> three weeks later. Like yes. every day he goes to school, and they're just like, uh, just, "Why are you such a screw up?" I just can't believe it. Uh, my dad twenty one days lectures like that all well, the time. Well, I, I actually think it pro- it probably makes sense. Like a month later, though. Well, it actually makes <laughs> sense because he probably it's he's finally going back to school after like having a trial or a whatever. Two week suspension. Yeah, like he's been suspended for a couple weeks. Now this is the first time he's going to Saturday detention. So because his dad is dropping off at Saturday to Saturday detention for the first time, which we know because he's getting introduced to everything, then it makes sense. And my wife was, they have a superhero with autism. My wife was really. Uh, did she excited. see the accountant? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is he a superhero in it? No, but he uh, is rich. He's the Punisher. So yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, even the guy behind the counter who did our tickets, he had that. He's like, he asked me, "Have, have you seen it yet?" And I was like, "Yeah." I, I, did you see it at the Alamo? Yeah. Was twice. it Clayton? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Is it the very no, not man? not the guy with the voice, but okay. The... <laughs> <laughs> I love Clayton. 
Um, yeah. No, it was some of the I hadn't seen before. Sure. It's it's fine. You're good. Just keep talking. I can't hear what you're saying. So. Okay. <laughs> um. So he he was asking if you had seen it before. Yeah, and he had. That's why I said like even people. I think it's people who like the show are going to like the movie. I I don't think people who haven't seen it. Uh, but he had that fan thing of like I hope this guy likes it too because yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's crazy. But I don't think people who didn't like the show growing up, right? You know, they they might get connected because it is kind of updated. I think a younger crowd, but I think an older crowd just psh, yeah. over their head. I'm not recommending my mom go see it. Yeah, for an as an example. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen worse movies. It's pretty crazy. I saw Fifty Shades of Darker Gray. What was it, was it called? 50, Fifty Shades of Dark Gray. Fifty Shades of that. Yeah. That movie was worse than Power that Rangers. Would, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Fifty Shades of Beige. But yeah. it also didn't have a dude who crashed in a helicopter and show up and say, "What the hell is everybody doing here?" One of one of the best <laughs> moments of the year. Genuinely, one of the best moments of the year. Well, you guys look so sad, huh? Gen- genuinely one of the best reviews I've heard on this show <laughs> is these two fools. <laughs> well, you know, we try. We didn't even talk about the steel balls, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so uh, Next week we're seeing Ghost in the Shell. Oh, cool. Okay. It's okay. a ghost, but it's in a shell. I got to borrow your copy so that I can watch it after I see the new one. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Looks like she's kicking ass Looks in Looks like she's kicking ass in it. I'm down. Yeah. I'm down, too. I mean, visually, it looks really cool. It does. Yeah. She, she has lots of, like, I punched you, and I'm going to stand there and look, like, awesome. I hope it's a good movie. Yeah. And then whether or not it's a good adaptation is left. I can still go watch the original. Yeah. And if that's different, cool. I hope they make a good movie. Yeah. What movie did you watch this week, buddy? I watched Wolverine and Beast. You watched watch Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Man, that was like an answer <laughs> to a question. <laughs> and you watched, watched the Lego Batman Man. movie. Man. You like that movie. You had a buddy. busy week. Very cool. Very, very cool. cool. So until next week, bye. 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 Real Nerds is a Nebulous Visions multimedia production. We would also like to thank Sparks Mandrill for our music. Additional music from Ben Sounds. Thank you to Alamo Drafthouse. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. And thank you for listening to the Real Nerds Podcast.